Sisters of Lynn, happy Friday. This is your first ever listening on the Woman Podcast. My name is Samani Lynn, and I'm the founder and CEO of Women of Lynn, which is a national women's empowerment organization that is dedicated to uplifting, empowering, and inspiring all women to be boss to support and networking. We partake in a variation of different initiatives like weekly group community service. We have an international motivational podcast that you're listening to right now. We have a one-on-one mentorship program for female entrepreneurs called the Boss Academy, and so, so, so much more. With that being said, you ladies know we have nothing but the best of the best W Bosses with each and every episode. And this W Boss is a W set level two and spirits candidate, executive American Whiskey Seward, and your favorite mixologist and curator. With over 10 years of hospitality experience, she used her skill set to create innovative cocktails and exceptional event experiences that for dynamic crowds and innovative brands. She founded Charismatic Creations in 2017 out of a desire to create a business that connected her love for spirits and farm culture through curated cocktails and mixers. She's been featured in media outlets like Fox 5 News, Good Day DC, WJLA's Good Morning Washington, XO Nicole, and Voyage Baltimore. You can catch her and her team partnering with brands like Patron Tequila, Great Goose Vodka, Bombay Sapphire, and Duce curating memorable and authentic cocktail experiences. So please welcome the amazing Chrissy Sheffy, everyone. Thank you so much. I'm really excited to be here. I really appreciate the invite. Being able to connect is just all I really want outside of just being an entrepreneur. So thank you. You're so welcome. So before we hop into the topic of this week, where are you from? Tell us all about you before we hop into your journey as a young black woman with the mixology industry and charismatic creations. Yes. So my name is Chrissy Sheffy. I am a Prince George's County County native. I grew up in Suitland, went to school around the area and then decided that I wanted to go to boarding school for high school instead of to um, a neighborhood school. After that, um, I went to the University of Maryland College Park, studied African-American studies with a concentration in public policy. And while I was in school, I started in the restaurant industry, first as a server, then gradually went to like a cocktail server and then a bartender. And even through the corporate jobs that I've had, I've always just bartended. I love sneakers, I love fashion, I love agriculture, um, and then I just love connecting with authentic people, so I'm always going to sort of be like the life of the party in a way, because Mm -hmm. I really love having a good time, I love to dance, Um, but I've been able to add all these different layers of me into my business over the years as I've like rebranded my like myself, but also like rebranded the business and just expanded. What encouraged you to get into mixology and turn into an overall brand that is collaborated with Hotel Xena, Patron, and so much more? So when I started bartending, like every mixologist is a bartender. It's just the basics of tending bar. But as you continue into your career and you grow, just like at any normal like corporation job you may start off like a coordinator then you may go to um assistant manager then manager then director and so as far as a bartender with mixology it's like you're just investing in yourself within the the craft learning how to blend flavors tell stories through cocktails um and then also just learning a lot about the spirits beers and wines that encapsulate a full beverage experience 
When it comes to being a young business owner, not a lot of people may support your career choice because it can be unpromising as far as entrepreneurship generally. So what made you take the leap of faith to trust your craft to make an entire business out of it? Almost like what was your turning point when you knew, okay, these drinks are drinking. I can do this. I can turn this into an overall brand. Like what was your turning point when you knew, okay, I got this. Let me start this. Um, it. Let me see. After working behind the bar for um, a while, it was just time that I become more creative and more in control of what the beverage experience can be for people. Mm -hmm. So it was one of those things where, yes, I'm a bartender, but I want to be able to elevate events and I want I want to be the one that you call on because you know the drinks taste great you know that I'm knowledgeable and so in 2017 it was like um I want to start this business because I want to take it to a whole nother level but me being in charge of it Mm -hmm. sometimes behind a bar there's not a lot of autonomy so you're just really working instead of like influencing things and I knew my business would allow me to influence things with special events in other people's lives. Were you shocked at all once you saw such a positive response once you started, you know, that transition from bartending to having your own mixology business and, you know, people coming to you specifically like, no, I want Chrissy to do my event. I don't want to go to this bar. I want this person to make my drinks and I want this girl to be in my event and create an experience for my guests or for my events. Was that shocking at all to you? I know sometimes us as entrepreneurs, when we, you know, kind of break off from that nine to five or we break off from what we were doing before and try to go off on our own sometimes that could be scary and sometimes that may not be well perceived so with that being said were you like taken aback at all when things started going well and you were like oh my gosh this is actually happening how did that feel for you um in the beginning when people were asking me to bartend their events it didn't come as a shock because the years through me bartending, I had a lot of regulars Mm -hmm. and so there were people who consistently came to see me knowing that I was behind the bar And so having that sort of rapport and retention, I knew that I would be able to get a whole different sort of clientele because your regulars aren't going to be your clients. I Mm -hmm. knew that. But I did know that I had the ability to retain people. um, And through retention, I was able to get a lot of referrals and stuff like that. So in the beginning, no, it wasn't a surprise. Um, I will say it wasn't as an easy transition, like Mm -hmm. going from being behind a bar and then now having to see clients. That was kind of difficult, but word of mouth really helped. Um, And then as the years went on, instead of using social media as a way to like um, not recruit clients, saying hire me, hire me, hire me. At first, my social media was like that or my verbiage, and marketing was like that then it turned into just into me showcasing myself within the brand showing the brand showing things that we valued and I was easily able to gain clients through that mm-hmm. and then also just like word of mouth as well that's been able to keep the business flowing in a way because now storytelling and being able to display my values and consistency has just made things a bit stable mm-hmm. um, even though in entrepreneurship things ebb and flow I just know that who I am I'm, I attract the sort of customer that I want um, in most cases and that's just how everything has been um, so the per- 
perception and how I was received was really well as far as on the client side um, that I was happy about. As far as like um, industry people, when you leave from behind the bar before the pandemic, when you leave, when someone would leave from behind the bar to start their own business, it's not really a welcoming environment. Um, because for some reason, if you're not behind the bar, you don't know anything. Mm-hmm. So prior to the pandemic, that was a bit, um, it was a bit uncomfortable. But during the pandemic, when all the bartenders had to be at home and everyone was a home bartender, um, after the pandemic, even through the pandemic, people saw everyone on the same level, which, mm. yes, it was a terrible time. But at the same time, it like level set everyone, which was perfect because I had been doing this well, three years before the pandemic. So I already had I already got my feet wet. I already knew how to run a business from home. And so everyone else had to figure out how to become a home bartender. So. I, I, I like how things transition, but I'm happy that where they are today, where more people are welcoming and accepting of, I want to call myself a home bartender, but I have a mobile business. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you for sharing that. Um, watching your journey on social media, as I was saying in the beginning, guys, before we started recording, watching her journey has been like such a pleasure, especially from coming from PG County as well. You guys know, listening, I'm from PG County as well. But your community can really like lift you up, especially when you really need them, especially through the pandemic. You know, a lot of business failed, mm-hmm. a lot of business flourished. But when you have the support of your city behind you and you have the support of people who really want to see you win, you know, it, it makes the journey of entrepreneurship entrepreneurship a lot easier so thank you for sharing that Chrissy absolutely thank you you're welcome so let's go ahead and hop into the topic of for us by us so we are sitting down with our favorite black and women-owned businesses across several industries for them to talk about their trials tribulations and successes to empower other female entrepreneurs like you guys listening on the podcast so with that being said Chrissy what was the biggest lesson you learned while being in business um to absolutely go with your gut to not share a lot of what's happening with everyone because mm-hmm. everyone um, the way they perceive life is not going to be the same as you so you have to really be careful about who you share what your next venture is going to be or what is happening in business because some people just live out of fear and when you live out of fear um they make you feel like you're going to fail too or you don't have the capabilities to do the things that you may be already doing. Um, This is just the next step. So just make, just be like very cognizant of who you share some stuff with. Um, And then always just like, if you have an idea, write it down and start the process. The more you wait, um, you'll be waiting for something that could never happen if you're just waiting for the right time. So just start. Mm. As my favorite business coach, Chrissy Jackson, said of Women CEO Project, don't let those ideas die in that notebook. Y'all know I say that all the time. <laughs> and having discernment as a business owner is so important, too. So exactly what Chrissy said, it's important. Sometimes it's not withholding information. It's just protecting your dreams, right? It's protecting yeah. your dreams. It's protecting your business. It's protecting what everything that you have going on. You have you need to have discernment, especially because you never know people's intentions behind the scenes. Yeah. So, ladies, just be mindful of that. So, with that being said, how important do you think it is for the young businesswoman listening to this podcast to keep going with their overall mission and goal when they might be facing adversity while growing their brands, Chrissy? 
Um, I think it's really important to making sure that you stay full of life and pivot because things are going to be easy sometimes like after becoming an entrepreneur if there is a season within entrepreneurship where you can go get a job absolutely do it mm-hmm. um it's you're not failing you're just using this time to continue to fuel your dream and some people will be like you know just continue to thug it out but sometimes Thugging it out means that your mental health is in the the right space. Um, And we all know that in entrepreneurship, it's about paying yourself first. And paying yourself first means your bills have to get paid. But if there's no income, it's okay to pivot to be like, you know, I'm going to get back into the workforce. Because what that job can do is help you with other skill sets that you don't have. It can help you pay the bills until your business... um, Business ebbs and flows. Everything isn't stable. So I would just say pivot. But pivoting does not mean you're failing. That means that you are just getting ahead of the possibility of things kind of getting worse if it's in a situation where you don't feel good about it. Mm-hmm. So that that's one thing. And then two, continue, and like the other thing was continue to speak life into yourself you need to continue to be full of life um the biggest voice that we have is in our head and so positive self-talk is going to always be important whether that positive self-talk tells you to continue to grind and be creative because this is just a lull in the business and everything is going to be okay continue that positive self-talk or that positive self-talk saying, hey, you know what? It's okay to pick up a part-time or it's okay to get a full-time. It's not going to be forever, but it's going to help us within the next five years. So positive self-talk and pivoting is going to be the biggest things in entrepreneurship, I guess, is um, pushing P. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's right. Pushing P, positivity, and pivoting, okay? Positive self-talk is so important as a boss, but also knowing when and how to pivot is even more important. Girl, the bills be billing, okay? It's okay to go to that 9 to 5. It's okay to get a part-time to keep you afloat. Don't let Instagram, TikTok, whoever else reels on Instagram trick you into thinking you just need to be a business owner to be a boss. No, it's okay to have a 9 to 5 that sustains, say, your rent, okay? Say the basis of, you know, life, all right? Because when the pandemic hit, you know, a lot of people were shook, okay? So we have to be mindful of situations that the economy has put us in and try to learn how to navigate that, right? Yep, and use it to your advantage because right now there is a... it's a hiring market right now and so if your resume is amazing and you have some time because you're transitioning a few things go get a job it doesn't have to be forever and Instagram and TikTok and everything is gonna everyone doesn't share everything and so you can't just base your business goals on what you're seeing you have to base them on what life is just like relationship goals right you Mm -hmm. don't know what's going on in everyone's relationship but you know what's good for you and your partner so you know what's good for you and your business it doesn't have to be anyone else's decision heavy on that last but not least before you go Chrissy what would you tell up and coming Chrissy five to six years ago that you think all bosses on their journey of chasing their wives should be told as well um I would definitely tell 
Chrissy five years ago is that through every high, there are going to be some lows, but don't let them break you. Continue to pivot. Um, and even though things may seem like they're not okay, there's always going to be a not okay season and keep going. Mm. You just got to keep going. Have you on keep going, especially in this season. So before you go, Chrissy, I know the ladies I'm listening. I'm like, how can we hire Chrissy for our events? You know, how can we follow her brand? What's next for yourself and your brand? And where can our ladies and listening find you as far as your website, socials, et cetera, et cetera. Give us everything before you go. Absolutely. So as far as social media, you can find us on all social media platforms at Charismatic Creations. On Facebook is Charismatic Creations LLC. Um, and my website is charismaticcreationsevents.com. As far as what's next in business, um, I'll be curating more experiences um, that I am hosting. Um, so you'll see a, a bit more of that. Um, if charismatic creations could walk and talk, those are going to be what the events will look like. So people can get a feel of, yes, we do bottle our own creations, but if you wanted to be outside and enjoy and have a good time and enjoy yourself, Mm -hmm. these are the sort of experiences that, um, we're going to host. So there's going to be a lot more of those, but yes, everything is on my website, Thank you so much for the time today. I love being able to share my story and to help other people. Um, But yeah, that's all about me. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for hopping on our podcast, Chrissy. And thank you ladies so much for listening in to yet another episode on the Woman Podcast. You ladies can listen in on this episode on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play, iHeartRadio. Child, any podcast is a platform there is we are on. (laughs) Thank you once again, ladies, for tuning in. And you ladies will hear me next week. Peace.